you are now listening to or watching the It Takes All Kinds podcast. Yeah, and if you aren't, you can head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and listen to us now, or head on over to Drib on YouTube and watch the video version as well. And if you'd like to stay up to date on when we're releasing a new episode or any other fun information about the podcast, you can give us a follow on Instagram at It Takes All Kinds Podcast and on Twitter at ITAC Podcast. That's I T A K Podcast. Without saying much else, we hope you enjoy this episode. Takes all kinds podcast. Hello, this is Elon Musk, and you're watching the It Takes All Kinds podcast. Our special guest is Elon Musk. Well, everybody, uh, welcome to the It Takes All Kinds podcast, episode sixty-nine. Whoa. Very nice episode, and of course, we're spending it. We're spending this episode with a very, a very popular, well-esteemed guest, Chris Chan. Chris, Gavin, and I came up with a a character yeah. name. Well, Gavin came up. Gavin said Chris Chan, Chan for some reason. Yeah. And then I said, "Oh yeah, you 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 actually used to go to church to be a Christian." Chris Chan. And then I was like, "To study Christian Hannity. Hannity." And I said, "That's Sean Hannity's son, Christian yeah. Hannity." So now we have a character. Okay, do not disturb is on. <laughs> no, anyway. And then I was like, "We need to have a character named Chris, Chris Chan, Chan Hannity. Hannity." So that's what we believe in is Chris Chan Hannity. Yeah. Uh, What's who's our guest this week? Well, you know him. Um, I. Uh, I kind of know him a little bit because I actually um I work Matt. with him. He's actually my boss. Oh yeah, that's his name. Yeah, yeah. Matt. <laughs> Matt. Um, I actually don't know his last name. You don't know his last name? Oh my god, Captain Carlin, Matt Carlin. Oh yeah, producer Matt of the It Takes All. I mean, the Office Hours Live, live with, with Tim, Tim Heidecker, Heidecker podcast, podcast live show. show. It's not really, really a podcast. Okay, that's. It's, it's, I, that's you do that bit, and I really don't like it. We had on... Stop. I can't do it. You're going to make me lose my goddamn mind. I'm really good We had on my boss... Chris Chan. Chris Chan Hannity. No, we had on Matt Carlin, producer Matt of the Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker podcast. In case you don't know, I work for the show. Found out I am the associate... Producer, producer confirmed with my, my boss. boss. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna reach across the table, the table and, and I'm, I'm gonna, gonna knock I'm you, out. you out. I can't do it, Christian Hannity. So uh, we had him on. It was great. We actually we're doing a little post intro right now. And what what was the date? What's what's today's date? Today is Christian? Sunday, June 26th. You'll be hearing this Friday, July 1st. I know, and you know what kind of you know what kind of. You know what really grinds my gears about this episode? What's is that? This would have been our Fourth of July special, and thanks to Chris Chan, I mean Matt, yeah. we don't get to do we don't get to do it. We don't get to celebrate America this year, Gavin. You're goddamn right. And you know what? That might be uh, just yeah, okay this say, year. I was gonna say there's not a lot of independence anymore. I'm perfectly anymore. fine with that. No, all jokes aside, I w- would. We're fucked. Well, yeah, of course we're <laughs> fucked. We're not gonna get into that this episode. Well, we kind of did a little bit. A little bit. No, we are so thankful to have had Matt on and uh, for episode sixty nine, and really, you get really into some sixty nine spectaculars during the show. Yeah, we talked all things office hours, talked all things uh, Matt Carlin. Uh, lots of beans were spilled. Garbanzo. We got the, we got a big hit piece on Hollywood from Mister Mister Carlin himself. 
Mr. Carlin spilt all. He, Mr. Carlin spilt them. He spilt them. He spilt them and he dealt them. And um, uh, I say without further ado, without much rambling, Gavin, shall we get into it? Absolutely. Without further ado, here is our uh, interview conversation thing with uh, producer Matt Carlin of the Office Hours Live podcast with Tim Heidecker. Take take it away. What should we should we get going? Is this the podcast? This is, this is this it. Is it. <laughs> we're we're going to do a little pre-intro after, so. Sure? So yeah. this act, so this isn't actually it. This is or this is actually it. This is it. This is it now. Now this yeah. is This is it. a clap sync, ready Carson? All right. Thank you for clapping that. Thank you. I do appreciate that. So, everybody, we are joined by uh, Mr. Matt Carlin, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Captain Carlin, a.k.a. Producer Matt of the Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker podcast. We have some very important uh, boys with us today. We do. You got a lieutenant and a captain. Yeah. that That's the, high, that's the highest I can count to. Right. Lieutenant, captain. I don't know anything don't after know that. What do you think after that? Uh, I discovered a grave, grave error regarding that. Oh a no. lieutenant is higher than a captain. Oh. So I fucked up. You did. <laughs> that means I think exactly. I take your job now, actually. Yeah. Be my guest. <laughs> Enjoy. I, no, you're you are our guest, okay? Yeah. You know? You're our <laughs> guest. Well, how are how are you doing, Matt? How's it going in your world? I'm fine. I'm fine and dandy. Uh I'm you know, I'm riled up about uh the supreme court and doom scrolling with the rest but mm -hmm. uh you know i can't personally complain right so yeah i right. try not to except yeah. to my you know my therapist and my wife and my those aren't the same thing <laughs> yeah those right. aren't the same thing your wife and your therapist <laughs> no i'm not married to my therapist <laughs> oh <no>. okay <laughs> keep that separate. nice man Right. Yeah, I spent all of yesterday doom scrolling too. I didn't do anything yeah. yesterday. I slept from five a.m. to noon, and then slept one to six. So it was go. a good day. And then oh wow! And that was a, <laughs> I had to be at work at seven a.m. Nice. That's the way to <laughs> do it. Five a.m. to noon. How does that work? Uh, Where you go to sleep at five? Yeah. Uh huh. That's that's normal typical. day. That's typical for me. I'm a I'm a gamer. Real gamers stay up late. You know, real gamers. Right. For yeah. real? No. But I do. <laughs> Just this gamer. Just this gamer. You're staying up all night playing video games? Yeah, the the brand new uh this game just got free to play. This is I wish I had Gavin's Techno World here. Mm. But there's a brand new video game called Fall Guys that had been out on PlayStation only for like a whole 2 years now, but they right. finally released it on Xbox and PC and other, you know, it's it cross platform. On those before. No, it wasn't. So I was playing that all night. Trying well, to get a win. Matt trying to get a dub. Matt loves Matt, video game talk. You know, you know who loves video games, and I'm glad I brought this up with you guys. Both of you. Oh yeah. We, I know how much. Love. I know how much Carson loves video games. Yes. By proxy, I know how much uh, Matt would. Right. I uh, I tuned out once I heard there's a new video game. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm right there with you. I'm turned right off. Not a not a gamer guy here. So Matt, I'm uh, I'm just gonna start us out here. Yeah. Who who the heck are you? who the heck is Matt? Huh? Yeah. How do I? How do you know him? Who who is he to me? How who is who he is, to anybody? I, who is who is Matt Carlin? Who are you? Who Matt? are you? What do you do? I'm uh, the producer of uh, Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker and DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger. 
I live in Los Angeles with uh, my wife and child and two cats. Um, that's it. That's all there is to wow. it. That's well, that just about does it. it. All right. Well, that wraps up our interview today. Thanks, guys. <laughs> two cats. You got, you got all the info you need? I think that's you it. Said? That's it. That'll that'll make a good clip, and we can, button. yeah, we can put that in a clip and put it out there, and there yeah. Go. So you are the producer of Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker, and what does that entail for you? I'm Carson's boss. That's I forgot. right. <laughs> you are my boss, and that's why I am very nervous because I, this could get me fired. Yeah. And Gavin's coming in real yeah, hot right I, now. And I, I, I want to I get you fired, Carson. That's you want to get my job. Yeah, I want to get your I'll job. Fire, yeah. I'll fire Gavin yeah. just for fun. There right. we go. Gavin's fired. All right. See you. Fired. <laughs> <laughs> what, what does that entail? Because I, I, you know, I feel like people have a loose understanding of what a producer does in general, but then you do it for a podcast, but then, you know, you do way more than just producing the show i've in, in my opinion yeah i mean I, producer is one of those like vague terms that can mean anything really it's just kind of a catch-all so i think it depends on the podcast and how many people are involved and you know but for this one since it's relatively speaking pretty small i'm doing just kind of everything you know like not really not from a technical standpoint, but like making sure everybody knows what time to show up, booking guests, um, creative input for sure, um, wrangling interns and assistants and uh, booking live shows, which happens sometimes. And, and then, um, you know, we have a tech team of a couple nice fellows who, uh, you know, they handle that aspect and uh, whatever shit needs shoveling, I'm shoveling. Right. That's the, <laughs> the long and short of it. So you do, you do everything. He gets down and gritty. Right. You do gets everything. Down the mud. Up Somewhat. And, Somewhat. Up until like more, you're, you're less doing technical stuff and more just the. Yeah. I just, because I don't know. I'm not like, um, I can edit a little bit and sort of mix a little bit in logic, but I'm not like, and I can, you know, video edit a little bit um, on Final Cut, but I'm not by any means an expert. And I don't, you know, I have a basic conceptual understanding of the streaming stuff, but I'm not like, that's not my expertise. So we have Wes and Luke Mm, really doing that. Um, When I first started on the podcast, I was also doing audio mix Mm. in quotes because it was just like i had somebody set up a template for me in logic and i'd kind of like just give it a quick try to boost levels and it you know if you go back and listen it did not sound very good (laughs) it improved a lot once (laughs) luke started doing it right i actually didn't even know that i don't know if that's if that's known lore or anything, i mean it's not that interesting but I, it might be it <laughs> is to me reason to know it <laughs> right no exactly but so, so you kind of mentioned it but this was you had never really done anything like this until the guys brought you on um yes and no i mean my background is um marketing and production of just like all digital productions so 
you know, I have in my past produced podcasts that nobody would listen to for like marketing purposes. Right. Um, kind of many years ago, I did that. So, you know, there's a general, I feel like once you have done one or two different things, you just like, I don't know, you could figure it out. The learning curve is relatively short for a lot of stuff. So like, I had never edited video per se on uh, on Final Cut, but like, mm-hmm. you know, I understood the concept and the work know. that goes into it. Right. Yeah. Or, or the actual like editing video. Cause like for a while I was editing most of the clips that would mm. get put on social media. Um, so I just kind of like nobody else was doing it. So, I mean, sometimes Vic and Doug would do it, but I'd have to like chase them down. And so then I just started doing it. And, but then we got, we kind of built a, a farm team of fans and friends of the show now who do the, do the dirty work and are better better at that stuff than me i mean that's just kind of one part of it but i think i've been a producer for many years in different capacities so you know this one's a little trickier than just an audio podcast because of the you know the streaming and the video aspect but it's not you know you figure it out right right so jumping ahead a little bit here but I, I mean, I feel like there was such a, as somebody who, I, in case you don't know, I became, well, I know you know, but in case the listeners don't know, <laughs> I became a fan of Office Hours in 2020. So it would have been probably a month after you actually started there. Right. Um, but, and then I, after becoming a fan, I listened back and just like, it, there was such a huge change in the show once you joined on and. I'm not trying to like, I, I don't, I don't want to like sell anybody else short, but I feel like that was like so much of your, a lot of your doing in that, you know, I know that Tim was kind of off of doing stuff as much. So that gave him the opportunity p- to put more time into it. But right, I really right. feel like things changed so drastically when you gave him a direction on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it evolved. I think I haven't, I haven't gone back and like listened to a whole show right but um i think those first few where i was technically the producer i actually wasn't doing much the Mm -hmm. first like two or three because i was just kind of figuring out where i fit in um so you know i think it was a gradual change and that's there's a cat over here sorry get him out of here (laughs) he's not a guest um but uh, so you know i certainly take I'll take plenty of credit for sure. But um, yeah, it was a function of like Tim having time and energy to devote to it, everybody being in lockdown and not having anything else to do. But it really, I guess my role was more like assembling the team because those first three or four where we were at Doug's house, like those were, those were rough. And that was still uh, the, it was on a network called Starburns. Mm. the podcast and they were responsible for the audio right and they really had no horses in the race for the video aspect so mm. it was like tim would just stream it and uh this that guy the, there's this guy aristotle from mm. starburns who you people heard about in the earlier episodes mm. and he was actually there for those first few that i was there and so he was doing it was some i forget what it was called it was like this streaming box 
Okay. Like a self-contained streaming thing run over Wi-Fi, essentially. Mm-hmm. Blanking on the the name of the product, but um, yeah. Roku. So it was sort of an afterthought, and like there weren't really. It was just iPhones set up. Like the guys would literally attach their own iPhones mm. to the system. Like we didn't even have like show iPhone. Right. So it was like really low budget. And right. uh, and then we found we found Wes. I found Tom first. Tom reached out. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, who you've 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 have you met him? Or yeah, you... you're talking about Tom uh, uh... Tom Morello. Tom, Tom Mendoza. Yeah. Tom yes. Morello. From, yeah, Tom Morello. Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine was our he, first intern. He reached out and he really wanted to be on. <laughs> he wanted he was tired of music. Right. Um this guy, Tom uh Mendoza, he reached out and was like, Your show's a mess, I could fix it. <laughs> That's I, was awesome. like, I was like, all right, hot shot. Like, so then we talked more and we talked on the phone, and he was like, he basically wanted my job oh he was like well i don't i don't do the actual streaming and stuff mm. but oh shit did we freeze uh-oh maybe ours ah. just froze it didn't crash though oh now oh, we're hey, back. there it is we're back sweet <laughs> and we're back and we're so back. he kind of was like pitching me on my job and i was like well we don't really need that but i need like somebody who can like set up a system and knows streaming and those cameras and he was like well my roommate wes i think he's maybe more that mm. so he intro- introduced me to wes and then that's when it really like that's when it really started happening i mean wes doesn't get nearly enough credit like it would be it's, he's just he set it all up he built out a system he really made it happen and then you know and then we kind of piece together other uh like the set is i don't know if you guys watch on cinema the set design was actually ayaka from okay. on cinema who's like her day job is or her, her her actual life not when she's on on cinema a couple mm. episodes is um set decorator or production designer i don't know what her exact title level is but she designed the set for us and nice. actually came and built it out and hung the curtains and had the um now retired neon sign made and so Mm -hmm. like you know we just kind of like pieced it together right right does that make sense is that yeah yeah no i was following that yeah yeah no i i boring or slightly boring no that's you know what i I, i'm entertained i didn't know that all this stuff was going into the show to be honest with you i like i do some of it but (laughs) i didn't know how in depth it, it went into it and then you know the back lore of it all yeah. and everything. Yeah, I mean, you know, making a show is there's a lot of a lot of, movie a lot of annoying stuff to do, you know. Right. Right. Things right. you have to do but you don't want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean some people enjoy those aspects, so you it's really you really have to find the people who enjoy doing each of the or or are even capable. Right. It's a bonus if they also like it, which we're <laughs> you know, we're really lucky we have people who like Cause like, you know, we've all been to like shows that you can tell the sound man is not really interested, mm-hmm. not much fun. They're out. An effect on the product. Yeah, no. I, and, and like you said, uh, I, I obviously don't mean to sell anybody short, but Wes definitely, you know, I just meeting him and, you know, understanding more of what he does and what he's done to like change the, 
you know, how everything on, on that side operates. I mean, he's, he's way smarter than I'll ever be. (laughs) His knowledge of that kind of stuff is, is crazy. And he's, yeah, at first he was just sitting on the, there was this mm -hmm. big, ugly Brown couch and he was just sitting in there. And then we decided to build, like, we didn't even have that control room. Right. So like, that was a big, a big step. We built out that control room and had to like hire I'm, I know I always say guys because they are guys, though. Unfortunately, it's right. hard to find <laughs> bunch of white Not guys. Bunch of white guys. Yeah. It's, we could definitely do better at that, but for whatever you know, that's where that's the default. So that's, yeah, we have these guys built out the control room, and you know, it's a whole. It's been an evolution. Right. It's a real exactly. hole in the wall. Really? Operation. It really is. It really is. I mean, yeah. literally, it's yeah. Tim's garage. You know. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Which I still don't. Yeah, it's it it is crazy it's considering I've I've yeah I know can say I've now you've been, been there, there and just now seen you it, work so. for you work for office hours uh, right? a little bit okay yeah. <laughs> that's a that's our inside joke on the show yeah because Carson I, just doesn't say enough about I it I always talk instead. about it just oh yeah, it. yeah yeah I know you never yeah. talk about yeah. it yeah no never <laughs> um, and you went to L A for this too you I went did. all the way out to L A I did yeah I did I went all the way out there yeah um and speaking of real quick to to sidebar for a second but matt what is what's my what's my title other than obviously lieutenant but <laughs> what's my job title because i don't even this know this is also I partially know. like a job interview for him because he's right. trying to yeah he's trying to well, move for up. you yeah, right. but you just got fired yeah, so. yeah i'm fired already but trying to trying to get your own assistant i always just say our assistant right i don't know i don't know if that's insulting to you well it's i said assistant to the producer <laughs> yeah that's lousy yeah, yeah that's loud yeah right i mean i it doesn't I mean, offend think, me at all i think if i like if i were writing your resume i would probably say associate producer you know mm-hmm. that's what i was that's, that's, cool. thing we were that's what i've been saying to people but i always feel like that sounds like you're doing more. i think well i mean yeah but also makes it sound like i'm like think i'm big boss on the, yeah. or i don't know I, I always just i don't know big boss in the chair I mean, they're, you know, titles are so like, to me, there's nothing dumber than when you're, you either meet someone or you're like looking at someone online and clearly it's just them and maybe one or two other people and they call themselves a CEO, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of phenomenon. And you're always just like, what is wrong with this person's (laughs) brain? Like, who gives a shit? Like CEO is such a corny title. Like, why would you choose that? Founder, I, you know, associate. What's that? Founders one that always kind of gets me. They're like, oh, it's like one or two Founder, people. It's like, yeah, well, it's like you, 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 and, had you and an your idea, friend. and then somebody yeah. else did it for you or something. <laughs> you yeah, and a friend go went ahead and started that together. Right. So now you're co-founders, right? Yeah, it's so stupid. <laughs> so like, I mean, to me, office hours by by design is very much. I mean, there's a hierarchy, but it's you know. It, it's attempting to be more of a collective sort of model. Right. So like, you know, me and if Wes feels strongly about something, he can either just do it or we can talk about it. And like nine times out of 10, the answer is yes, go for it. You know? Right. So it's not like. And even, even you guys that. feed off of each other for creative input. Cause Carson makes clips uh, for the show. Like you guys feed off of each other for, you know, 
right. like so, inspiration and like right. talking sure, about yeah. things. It's a lot of collaborating. Right. So to get titles ideas across. Titles don't really matter, matter. for yeah. what we do because we all kind of do different things. Yeah. Especially right. you guys. I mean, I you know I only do. He's Mr. Remote bit, Work. I work from home. You know, I work oh, from home. Oh, what a privilege. You know, but like <laughs> titles really only matter for this, I guess, and they don't really matter. But like. When somebody asks, I mean, what sometimes you do. they're yeah. useful for like context. So, like, right. I think if I was just sitting there working the phones, it would be a little strange. And I think that was the reaction at first. Was like, "Who's this fucking guy?" <laughs> right. <laughs> to to you? you or to yeah yeah not to me not to my face necessarily right but right. I think there was some there was some resistance and some. I mean, the more common one was where's Aristotle just to like be a, you know, internet troll type. But, I, I'll um, still see those pop up in the chat every once in a yeah, while. Yeah, now I think yeah. they're more just like goofing around. Right. Like, I think there's some of them are literally curious. Where is Aristotle? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's been two years. Yeah. Where is he? He's in a ditch in the <laughs> desert. I had to murder him to get the job. Yeah, it's what you got to do. Um, so, but I think there's, you know, there's useful context because, like, for regular listeners, it's like now they understand, oh, it's, there's this fourth person who's doing a bunch of stuff. They don't necessarily need to know what it is, but I think it sort of gives me a little more license to run the show. That, right. Like, and then for you, I think the, the Zoomers certainly know who you are by now, and the regular listeners probably do. And so, you know, to just say, oh, he's assistant or associate yeah. producer or whatever it's just like a useful cue to be like oh yeah that's not i, I don't know i shouldn't i shouldn't <laughs> yell at them on the internet <laughs> right right no I, that definitely makes sense just to 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 have that label works for whenever you're like you said in context so yeah but, but you're I was, also not a controversial figure you're a likable no you're likable i'm a villain on the show you're right. a, a likable uh you know Sort you're of, like uh, pinky in the brain you know he's a smart right. one he's a hey boss come take a look at this right. you know like that yeah yeah I, I i you know i'm i maybe i might get to my villain arc soon i don't know but you know i yeah i wouldn't recommend it <laughs> I, I had to back off on that i think i, I you, think you, I you took it too far <laughs> maybe, yeah i think really. they don't people don't like it when i try you know People don't like it if I charm it, chime in rudely on the show. They like when Tim does that. Right, that's <laughs> Tim, that's Tim's job. Yeah, I do like it. I do like it whenever you do it. Sometimes it is so it is I, funny, I, I but I know what you mean. Sparingly now, yeah. yeah. Right, you don't want to overuse it. Yeah, but, but that was kind of that was kind of something I had. We have a a list of of questions and stuff just to kind of like occasionally Please. look at, but. Uh, that was kind of one of the things that you and I briefly talked about at one point, but, and you kind of brought up now is that like, you know, when you were first on or not first on, but started getting more of like a, a, a pivotal role role on the actual show, people, some people weren't, weren't as receptive to that as others. And, and I just, people on Reddit, yeah. Yeah. What was that all about? Unreceptive. Unreceptive. Yeah. I, <laughs> Because I Against. just, as a listener of the show, remember when Tim brought when it up. When you hated him. When I ha I remember yeah, hating I Matt. I loathed him. Ah. Yeah. yeah. I was one of the people on Reddit. No, I just remember when Tim brought it up on the show and talked about yeah. it. And what was that? What was the whole, I mean, I, you know, the whole situation of that? 
Oh, I don't, it wasn't a situation. They were just like, there'd be trolls, occasional negative comments on Reddit saying, we, we don't like this guy <laughs> was the gist. <laughs> and, and then I think there was like, yeah, I think there was a sense of me overstepping bounds, you know? Sure. I think you know, maybe like a reality know, check of where some people might be seeing you and whatnot, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was a reality you. check for me to be like, oh, maybe I should like chime in a little less. Cause it's also like once you get comfortable and an, like the, the fun thing about the show is sometimes you just get very comfortable and you're not really performing anymore. You're just hanging out. And right. so, you know, but there, there's always an element of performance. So it's, yeah, I don't know. It was useful information. I, I don't like, there was one, I remember I got into like, I, there was one I like got into a basically not an argument, but I sort of tried to make my point in a funny way on Reddit. And this person got like really bent out of shape. And then from then on, I was just kind of like, you know what? I'm not going to like, it's just best to not engage. Right. That's, yeah. but also I like found my footing better, I think. Right. Right. It was it, it, somewhat mutual in a way at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah. I was just yeah. curious about all that because, you know, I only remember briefly Tim bringing it up and and then we And that was more it. yeah, that was more a goof. There there wasn't like any actual dramatic incident. Right. Right. It was more just like a running joke. Right. Of like um cuz when there was an uh, it just came up again. Was it in the compound? I can't remember. No, I think it was something else. we just shot the last compound, so that's fresh. Oh, in my nice. Mind. Nice. That's, that's exciting news. Breaking news on the show. <laughs> yes. Um yeah, yeah cuz it even got to, you know, I I remember somewhat recently, you know, people talking about they for some reason hated Doug. You know, it just kind of like it went around Ooh. to like Didn't they say they hated Doug or hated like his sound bites or something? Weren't they weren't people saying that recently or was that just another Oh, well, straight I feel like when people who don't know the show mm. stumble on a clip there's there's plenty of hate for the drops yeah right of course from people who don't like it seems to no no disrespect it seems to align with gamers like when oh. limmy was on oh who has a gamer following it was like brutal it was like really nasty comments. i mean that yeah i'm not surprised by that at all though i mean uh, I, yeah, I think gamers and like huge sports fans yep. you on twitter and reddit you will you will hear. You will never hear the end of it. They will tune into the show every week to make sure that you know that this one thing that they still hate. Right. Yeah, it's also common. You know, it's yeah. it's annoying. Yeah. Uh, that's why but I'm not I a think gamer. Lemmy has a big gamer following because he's on Twitch now. You know who that is, Lemmy? Uh, from <laughs> not Motorhead singer. <laughs> you no, know, I was thinking about that the other day. We were just talking we were about just Lemmy. Talking about that. Uh, you, no, uh, he's a British so. guy or Irish. What is he? Maybe. I, maybe uh, I do. Scottish. Scottish. No, I doubt it. Okay. Um, it's good. You should watch some of his stuff. He's he came after Tim and Eric, but he's he was I mean he was in but like very soon after, so he's definitely influenced, but he's been doing his own thing for a long time and sketch you know, sketch comedy. But he also wrote a book that was really good. Or two, he wrote two books. I read one of them, it was really good. But now he's like full time Twitch streamer. He's, I'm yeah, a, he's, he's a Discord mod and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he is yeah. very funny. I do like him. Um, okay, well, yeah, we'll get out of out of talking about 
hate yeah, towards you. Subject, you know? it, no, that's why I wanted to bring it up. It's just because it was, like I said, we talked about it, but it was always something that was like, oh, and, you know, just surprising. Well, Carson and, got hate on, Insta- on Instagram saying that he was lieutenant. Right. But I, I think that was just, <laughs> I don't even think that had to do with office hours. It just happened to <laughs> no, correspond yeah, no, with it just happened. But I was just saying that, you know, there's always someone that's always looking for right. something to be pissed off about. I, I had posted that, that story post that I did while you were on vacation saying that, you know, Lieutenant Carson here. Taking oh, yeah. Data. That was great. Oh, thank you. I, I posted that on my social media and I posted it as a reel and some guy named like American Rebel or something like that was like, <laughs> he's like, what the fuck even are you or something? And I was like, well, I'm definitely not a rebel. And it was just like, <laughs> you know, just like, and then he just went on and then he was gone. Stolen Valor is what it was. Well, you were like <laughs> yeah. Stolen Valor? Yeah. That, was it a Stolen Valor? <laughs> I, I, I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> I just That's thought it was funny, funny, and I was like, "Oh, you know, my first, my first time getting yeah. hate." Real hate it. comment. Yeah, really. down with the haters, man. Right? They don't like it. Well, they don't. You know, once I wear my my camo get up with all my patches, <laughs> my real they stolen. They hate it. Um. So, but this was your first time. Was this your first time being on? On like camera as like a personality, for anything um yeah pretty pretty much yeah on camera yes i've been on stages right on many stages all over the world bringing laughter and joy right for years and no i've been on stage i'm comfortable on stage from playing in bands and stuff Mm -hmm. in my younger years it's been a while since I've, i've done that stuff but um but yeah that that definitely took getting used to i did not like being on camera at first and and i found it very uncomfortable and it was it was sort of it was a definite choice to get a camera on me wes was kind of like oh do you want one and at first i was like no and then it kind of became like well you're talking on the show so i just felt like it made it makes more sense to see who's talking you know it was like right to give context it just like made more sense right no, d- definitely. The ubiquitous God looking over the yeah. over the show. <laughs> yeah. Watching over. Yeah. Well, the classic is the like H three does the the control room shot with that that guy in there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, I have I was just looking at his profile the other day on Instagram. I think I saw it. I forgot the name of the producer. I forgot it though. Of what? H three. H three. Yeah. I was just thinking about it. Yeah, well, there's a cu- there's a lot of guys. Yeah. On, there are or a lot of guys and girls on that show. Yeah. But the main like, but there's one main guy. There is yeah. one main person. Yeah. Who Dan. Dan I, yeah. is the yeah. main. Okay. Yeah, that's one thing. I, right. I am. I am a fan of that show. <laughs> I do. Oh, you watch H three? Yeah, I. I, well, I listen to it. I don't watch it very often, but I do. I do enjoy listening to his show, and also him and Hassan Piker have a show that's that's really enjoyable. They have it together. Right. Really, I had no idea. Yeah. It's new, left, right? Yeah. Leftovers. Well, what's your face left? Um, Oh, yeah, Trisha. that whole drama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't really follow all that. Me stuff, neither. So I, I didn't understand that, but I was I, I'm on TikTok and I remember seeing clips about it, and I was yeah. like, "Well, because it was like super it was, popular." It, but yeah, it was really popular. They had yeah. they had a lot of listeners just all over. So. Yeah, and that and, and like, same. Well, can thing. you explain why she's famous? I don't really. Uh, well, know. she was. She really got uh, the only reason I even know about her was during like the hundred layers fa- uh, craze. You know where everybody was putting a hundred layers of like uh, uh, nail, polish. nail polish and like a hundred layers of uh, you know paint on shoes. You know, hundred layers of whatever. Uh, she did, I think, 
legitimately, I think she did a hundred layers of cum. What? I think that that's where I heard her from. From her, yeah. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. I don't even want to know what that is. Yeah, yeah. But she, so she. Seriously, that is how I know her. Real? Yeah, for real. Yeah, I, for real. That is I, how I know her. I, that, I'm not kidding. I don't even. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. I, I swear. That's fine. Pornography? No. Well, no, no, no. She does do. She, she does do stuff. On, yeah. On OnlyFans. I don't know if oh, she, she if, does. Yeah, I don't know if that's what she started as, but she was like this big like internet personality and just kind of like a she did a couple fake crying videos i think well, where that, 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 that was later i know but before she, though no, but no, no like no. that was I, a, okay. I know what you're saying but okay. she like she was on a bunch of shows like as a personality she was wasn't she even on tim and eric as like a Patus? yeah i think so i, I think she, i think but yeah so she did she was just like kind of like a random talent on a bunch of random shows and stuff like that, and okay. and then just kind of like would kind of just glom on to people who were popular, and then just kind of like got famous because of that, and then just started like posting a bunch of like Gavin said this hundred layers of whatever. Twenty sixteen, she posted okay. hundred layers of come video up now. Wow, that was her claim to fame. Okay, I, according uh, to Gavin, to me was, that was where I got it from. That's where I even heard of her. But she, yeah, she was a big internet personality thing. And then yeah, I don't know why she gained so much popularity. But then uh, her and Ethan started that show because they had had her on a few times. She had and qu- tweeted stuff like, about him before, right? Wasn't yeah, there's it like a, a whole, she was like a hater v you know yeah, whatever. There was a whole backstory because they did some shows, and then she would come after him, and then they be pretty much became like. At enemies. Frenemies. Frenemies. At, that was like the name of the show, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, the name of the yeah. yeah anyway. But like that was what that was. Right. So then they did that, and then, and then they did a layers <laughs> together. I don't. I. I don't. Right. You can you can keep that to yourself. You I just don't, like saying that over and over. I think so. I think that's why you keep saying. <laughs> well, it. Repetitive comedy is my my forte. Right. I'm really good. Well, it at is that. really funny as you can. I'm really good. Tell. <laughs> I'm really good. We're at all laughing yeah. here. About Everybody's it. laughing. You can get to a thousand layers. Yeah. Let's see if we can do it. <laughs> I'll, I'll be right back. <laughs> Join our Patreon. Um, let's take a let's let's because we're coming up on about uh, half an hour or so. Um, let's do something that I came up with to do for the show because, in case you don't know, if you're not an Office Hours fan, there are a lot of times where guests come on the show and you guys will play a game with them. Usually, like sometimes, like you know, they're usually pretty stupid. Like the one I think about that I uh, helped out with was the. The hay is for with Colin Hay, where it's like it started out. It started out being oh, questions yeah, yeah. about like hay, yeah. and you know, it just like it evolved into something stupid. Yeah, um, honey, fun games. Right, right. So I wanted to to flip the tables on you and do a little trivia game with you. Sure. And I was thinking about how we can make it interesting, and Whoa. since Gavin is not. A fan, I'm not an avid listener, a- avid listener of Office Hours per se. He knows it mostly because of me talking about right. it. I thought it'd be fun if um, I-, I have some Office Hours trivia questions to ask both of you. I'm about to go full gamer mode to mostly see how well Matt knows the show. But then I thought it would be fun to put Gavin up against you to see if he knows more than you somehow. So nice. I will ask you guys these trivia questions, and I was thinking. You know, we got to put some wager up for it. So whoever I, whoever loses, I got to buckle in. Whoever loses either stays the host of the co-host of the show or becomes it, and whoever wins becomes the producer or stays the producer of Office Hours. Oh, okay, yeah. 
So Gavin would take your job if he wins. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. You know. All right, sure. We got to make it fair, I yeah. thought. So. <laughs> so if I win, I become the co-host? No, no. the producer. If you, you lose, you, you be, keep you your take, job. We switch spots if you, if you lose. Yeah. And if you win, you keep your I job. See. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. But what if I lose? What job do I get? You you, you become my co-host. Yeah. You take out. Oh, oh, we switch. And yeah. nobody so wants that. No. So what, why is it in your interest to win? What's the what? Why is it in Gavin's interest to win? I don't know. Maybe he. I love. I love producing. <laughs> he wants to take your job. All maybe. right. I'll I'll go with this. But okay. All right, I have so. some notes. I have some notes on your game well, so far. I I'll take I'll take them. <laughs> Not this is the first time we've done a game, so okay. Number one, uh, when was producer Matt's first appearance on the show? What episode? Episode one hundred. Wait, how does this work? Is it just first first one? So this this one is not multiple choice. This one is just if you know the answer, and and then some of the other ones are multiple choice. But yeah, so you answer first, and then Gavin will answer after, or actually, well, vice versa. Gavin, you answer first, and then Matt answers. Uh, episode fifty four. Uh, Matt is correct. It was the Office Hours Marathon, which was episode 100, right? Yes. Okay. I just had that Office Hours Marathon. It wasn't numbered. Uh, number two is multiple choice. What was the first Office Hours spinoff slash sideshow? Uh, A, Office Hours East. B, Please Please Let It Be. And C, the Al Pacino show. Or and D, the Joel Hole. Gavin? <laughs> the Joel Hole. Okay. Matt? Please Please Let It Be. Matt is correct. So I far, mean, I like the Joel Hole. What's that? <laughs> these are all things that I would definitely know. Well, they're going to so get harder, so all right, yes, be ready. This one is not a multiple choice. What are Vic and Doug's nicknames on WOHL? Gavin, DJ Doug Pound, and I don't know Vic's name. I just know Vic. Nickname? What's his nickname I... on WOHL? Oh. On W-O-H-L. Wick. W. Matt? Uh, well, it's Skunk and the Shovel, of course. That's correct. Oh, okay. What does Tim from Michigan need? Dog food, potting soil, garden gnomes, or Halloween stuff for his haunted house? Halloween stuff for his haunted house. Matt? I agree. I agree. Okay. That's so far, Gavin, that's your first one right. I'm really good at test taking. Number five, where was congressional candidate Mr. Nobody K.W. Miller running for office? What state? Uh, A, Florida, B, Ohio, C, Iowa, or D, Tennessee? Iowa. Matt? He's a Florida man, a proud Florida man. Proud Florida man. Number six, who had the first first and short-lived birthday episode of the show? Gavin, was it A, Doug, B, Vic, or C, Tim? Gotta be Doug. Matt? First birthday show. Who would remember? Maybe Vic? Is that your final answer? I'll go Vic. Yeah, I guess. You're correct. It was Vic. Which? The first yeah, one. who was on it? Do you remember? It was. I just looked at it today. And it was. So Weird Al like, did a pre recorded thing. Yes, yes. And I am blanking on The who actual else. Weird Al Yankovic. Right. Not Weird Al Pacino Radcliffe. Oh, yeah, the Burger Birthday. Burger birthday bash? Yeah. What was it? it? Yeah, something like that. It was all BEs. Yeah. Number seven. What is the most popular on YouTube episode of Office Hours besides the Joe Rogan? Spoof? Oh, you. Besides you the Joe Rogan. That's my answer. 
Uh, is it A, Tim's birthday party with Greg, Mark, and Tiffany? Uh, B, the episode with Bob Odenkirk? C, the first WOHL Morning Madness? Or D, the one with Tom Segura? Gavin? I'm going to say Bob Odenkirk. Matt? Can you read them again? Sorry. Yeah. So Tim's birthday be- birthday party with Greg and Mark and Tiffany. Uh, B, Bob Odenkirk. C, the first WOHL. Or D, Tom Segura. I think it might be WHL. Is that your final answer? Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm going with that. You both are incorrect. It was Tim's birth or it is Tim's birthday party with Greg and Mark oh. and Tiffany. That's the most popular one. Yeah. That's pretty recent. Yeah, very recent. It had like huh. like 130,000 views or something on like I the thought full the Bob episode. Odenkirk one because uh he's really It, it is up Better there. Call Saul is like really popular on TikTok. It's it's definitely up there. Uh, yeah. we got a couple more questions here. Number eight, who does Robin Cooper think the president is in 2020? Is it A, President Trumpet, B, President Robert, C, President Blake, or D, President Winslow? Trumpet. Matt? I'm going to go with Trumpet also. You both are incorrect. It's President Blake. Oh, Do you remember Robin okay. Cooper? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I don't remember the president part of it that was my favorite bit probably maybe of all time ever it was this uh comedian rob robert popper right is that his last name yes yeah he called in and does this character robin cooper and it's just like this you know old person who doesn't really know what they're doing and it, it was super funny uh number very nine british. what are you saying very british yes very british okay number nine who is doug's long lost brother is it A, Jason Dill, B, LP from Run the Jewels, C, AD Miles, or D, Randy Newman? LP. Matt? LP, correct. Okay, LP are, is correct. You both are correct. I Matt. like Run the Jewels. Matt so is still I, I knew that that answer. Of course. <clears throat> I'm really good at testing. Final question. Which of these Which of these things has Phil Braun not done? So which one has he not done? Got it. So A, dressed up as Satan Claus instead of Santa Claus, B, became the head writer for Gutfeld, C, filled his basement with water to create an underground swimming pool, D, court the widow Elizabeth Dole, or E, he has done all of the above. Gavin? Uh, I'm going to go E, all the above. He has done all the above? I'm going C. I don't, I don't recall the pool one. Well, you are correct, Matt, and you win, so you get to keep your job. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, I great, guess. Great incentives. Much of a prize. <laughs> well, we don't have any other thing to give you, so maybe <laughs> next time. Just yes. our undying support. Right, exactly. Just our support and admiration yeah. for the show. So I'm, uh, I just have a question for you. Uh, I know that you, you've at least talk to or know of uh, Mac DeMarco. And mm-hmm. I'm just curious as to basically how that all started because I, I've i been a fan of Mac DeMarco since like 2017 or 2018, I think, around there. I heard a couple of his songs and I really, really liked it. And uh, I'm just curious about that because I, I also watched an episode, and this is the only reason why I even know who Doug is, is of the uh, the... Poundhouse. Pa- uh, yeah, Poundhouse. He did um, 
he did an episode with Mac DeMarco, and I was like, I, that did, was the episode that got me into Doug, and that got me into like that universe. Well, I I looked and I don't I don't I couldn't find an episode with oh, two dry guys. Yeah, You're talking about dry, dry guys. guys. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, dry guys. Okay. That Pound Town. That's, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's two wet crew. Yeah, two wet crew. Pound House. Yeah, very close. Uh, yeah, same same people. Yeah, right. <laughs> Were you? Were you in that with him? I thought I remember you telling me you did some. You met Mac and Doug, or you met you met Mac through Doug. But I thought I remember you saying you guys were on the same. Tangentially, I was. Okay. Um, I met uh, Joe and Pierce from Mac's band back then. Mm. We were uh, we were we were basically extras in an episode of The Pound House. Right. And uh, so I met those guys just completely randomly and um, we just, you know, hit it off and goofing around. And then I had never heard of Mac DeMarco and I was like, oh, what do you, you know, whatever. We were just like getting to know each other and they had just moved to L.A. to like pursue the band more, I guess. Or I don't know, because Mac had moved here. I don't know the exact and they were like, oh, yeah, we play in this band with this guy, Mac DeMarco, and I'd never heard of it. And then they were like, oh, come to the show. And so I went to this show at, um, uh, shit, what's the name of the place? The Echo, which okay. is a very small venue for him to play, because I didn't realize he was big. And it was like pandemonium and like all these young people crowd surfing to mellow music. And I felt very old and out of touch <laughs> and confused. <laughs> And uh, I was like, what is going on? But then I met Mac and we became, we all, I was more, I was closest with Pierce and mm -hmm. Joe. I would see them more, but, you know, we'd all hang out and uh, get into trouble in Los Angeles. And then um, just, you know, cool LA guys around town. Right. You know, cool guys Hitting down, it big. Right. Playing pinball. Oh, yeah. Pinball, drinking brewskis. There you go. That's the life. And Mac live. Mac, where did Mac live? I'm trying to remember. Tell me his address. Yeah. <laughs> What's his address? <laughs> Can you dox him for me? He, it was public knowledge for a while. Oh, okay. I think I do. I, I heard about that. Actually, Mac moved back to New York. That's right. And Pierce and Joe stayed. So I don't. But then he'd like come out here on tour. And then. I went to Coachella with them once, which was right. You did tell me that, which was fun, kind of fun, but kind of not. Mm -hmm. Staying in some like shithole Airbnb, right? <laughs> but um, right yeah, so just like mutual friend bandmate thing, and yeah, super nice, fun guy. And now he's out here, obviously. And mm -hmm. I don't, no one, you know. I think part pandemic and part age, like nobody's going out as much, but. Right. Certain shows I'll see him at once in a while. He'll be out. Like, um, you ever listen to? Um, I don't know how familiar you are with like Max Band, but Andy, Andy White was his guitarist for a while. No, I didn't know. Yeah, I don't. You're, you would he know. Has, more than uh, I, yeah, I guess it would. Yeah. He has yeah. a band. Um, if they come around, you should definitely check him out. Called Tone Stark Band. How is that spelled? T-O-N-B-A-N-D-T okay. something, Tone yeah. Start. Tone Start. Um, so that was the last oh, time I saw is. Mac out and about. Was okay. at a Tone Start band show. 
I'll have to look into them. I don't know if I've yeah, ever heard of them. But yeah, I just you know I want you know not to make it all like not to be condescending or there's a non-condescending way to put it. But if you're like I lived in New York before and then we moved to L.A. Me and my wife and so like if you you know and Tim too meeting Tim like if you just sort of hang around creative people long enough some of them become successful right <laughs> so you just put your time in early yeah and then you can have famous friends i guess there you go that's <laughs> how you it do matters. it yeah but also like you're just you know if you're in new york or la there's just more people doing creative stuff so like it just becomes more normal to be hanging around with people doing stuff right. you know whatever creative stuff it may be i mean to varying degrees it's like there's certainly plenty of people doing it to no crowd and no audience which is what it was like in our early 20s like right you know like what seeing... we do pretty much yeah, yeah. i mean yes you know yeah, you have right. to get it a long time <laughs> right right no yeah you know definitely. tim tim when you know me and tim were temps together doing data entry mm -hmm. and like tim was kind of figuring it out and he had a band that i was sort of loosely involved with like helping them out and stuff. And, you know, they would, it got to a point where we, you know, the band could draw, you know, maybe a hundred people, maybe like a really big one, 150 and like, you know, working a lot and really begging friends to attend. And like, oh, yeah. um, Giving out free tickets then, to friends and stuff. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, and then it builds from there and, you know, and then you know you get on TV and it turns into something. Right. Or it does huge. You know? Yeah, right. Yeah. So, so the the story of how you and and Tim met has kind of already been. It's pretty public, and I think people yeah. already know that whole story of you guys meeting. I them think so. Yeah. For the most part, but then I don't know. This is kind of circling back to you bringing up uh, Doug and Mac and them. Um, is I do. I don't think people know that you met Doug early on to when you moved out to LA. And then I don't, I don't know if it's ever been said on the air that you were in an episode of the pound house. I don't know if I've ever heard, I'd only heard that from you. I don't remember that ever being uh, talked about. It may have been, I don't know. I mean, you, I'm only on for like half a second. Right. It's more, it's, it's much more significant to me personally in meeting a really good friend like i really like those guys a lot so especially pierce right um so he's like a really close friend so it was like more important to me in that regard but i knew doug just from from tim for mm. you know many years because he was you know i'd come visit la and you know see him around and like kind of a lot of the abso people from that early era i just kind of mad along the way i wasn't necessarily friends with most of them or see them much but i would kind of like had met a lot of those folks right right doug and um i mean obviously i knew eric from i knew eric from those early days too because he was around and we would hang out and stuff but mm -hmm. like um ben berman was around those days and uh, clark uh, this guy Clark Ryan King. So there's just like a, you know, there was a, like an abso scene in yeah. that during that those early days 
And you just knew all those guys from just knowing Tim and stuff. Yeah, just friendly. And then Vic. Yeah. Vic, I kind of knew online. Okay. From before. Because he, you know, and then he, I didn't, uh, and then when he moved out here, I mean, we were, I didn't really see him much. We weren't, I didn't, I didn't like know him well until I started doing the show, really. Mm Mm-hmm. That was going to be my other question is how you met Vic and if there was ever anything early on, if it was just when the show, when you got more. We would chat online on occasion, more as like me being a fan, Mm -hmm. you know, but he, you know, he knew the connection. And then um, I I can't remember the first, the first time I met him in person might've been, might've been a screening of Tim, might've been a a moon base. There was a very early moon base eight screening. Oh, friends and family kind of thing i think i might have met him the first time there okay so that would have been like again just like everybody's just like around but also we're you know we don't really hang out as nobody's hanging out as much these days right right or you know because of covid also but also like you know once you have once there's kids involved right you know and you guys already see each other you have like a schedule and yeah you guys already yeah you you know what everybody's up to well, that I mean, yeah, that's a thing too. Like when you're working with people every week, you don't necessarily hang out, <laughs> right? Although I do, my our uh, mine and Tim's family do end up hanging out a lot, but <laughs> right, right. No, I remember you saying that. Yeah. Right. So I, you know, I think the last thing I wanted to say, and then we're gonna we do a segment every uh, every episode that we'll get into um, that I think you would it'd be fun to have you a part of, but. Cool. Um, one last thing that I wanted to ask is so like, like obviously, like I've said, is that starting out as a fan and then kind of seeing like, see, you know, seeing the show as what it was and then evolve and everything like that. And when I, I came on board as first as an intern and then now as an assistant, um, I I was expect I was like, wow, this is gonna be so eye opening and so you know crazy to see how all of this works and how it all comes together. And then it was just like, it's also like at face value. And it's just like, Oh, there's really not like any, there's nothing like super crazy behind the scenes that like goes into making the show. And a lot of the stuff I've come to find out is just like kind of day of, it's almost like putting on like a stage show, you know, like a, you know, you are, we, we, worked in theater together right but like that's still writing a show you know that's a lot less than yeah right right and i just felt like i mean yeah i know you yeah i know what you mean i think it's i think that's the part of the charm of the show is that it really improv you know right i think improv is this like personally i'm not very into like you know like to me the um the prime example of that would be comedy bang bang mm. would be like very um i guess it's weird to call it traditional because it's considered like alt and wacky but to me that's like very traditional contemporary improv right which i'm personally not into yeah at all <laughs> yeah but I for but, a few minutes. Right. So to me, this is like Tim's version of improv yeah. is to just like, you know, some stuff I, I will say some stuff when it gets written a little bit, it it's often it can be better. Some right, some yeah. of the stuff when there's a little bit of effort put in mm-hmm. is better. Um, but we do have our Tuesday meeting, you know, we have our right. Tuesday call. 
So we talk for an hour every Tuesday, sometimes a little less. So like there's, you know, some planning. Right. No, no, no. In a, yeah, it, it's not like there's no planning at all. But like you said, like, I I think that's cool for, for, you know, somebody who's just a listener that it really is like you see everything that goes into it more or less, you know? Yeah. Which I think is I cool. I mean, I think you're not seeing the boring part, which is right. mostly me and you now. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of boring stuff of like setting like setting up the stream mm -hmm. thing on YouTube and like there's a lot of like little but it's not tons of work it's probably a couple hours a week of work all in you know right. like setting up stuff like boring stuff but then the book you know booking can be there's always I always liken it to like stirring the pot there's a lot of for me there's a lot of pot stirring going on of like checking in who's available and you know booking guests and looking at band schedules to see who's going to be in town and right you know hitting up a publicist and saying so and so is going to be in town in september what can we start you know what do you think can they come in and that mm -hmm. sort of stuff yeah which is more of what what you do and stuff and yeah yeah and like yeah. you said it's can be the more obviously it's more boring stuff and not really something you want to put out there on the the internet for people to see there's nothing to see x like there's nothing to yeah. see right know? exactly exactly yeah is there anything for for office hours fans like I, I i'm trying to figure out how i'm trying to say this but like what do you want me to spill the beans about i i guess that's what i was going i don't know just something that's interesting about what goes beans all night right yeah. Spill some beans about about something cool that's you know maybe people don't know about the show. Vic is a monster, a oh, total yeah. egomaniac. Mm. <laughs> um, Doug is a raging alcoholic. Right. Yep. Tim is a sex addict. Oh yeah. no, that's awful. That might be obvious on the way. show though. <laughs> In a sick, depraved way. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think what would be surprising. Yeah. I think what you pointed out, it's, I think it's like, well, I don't know. I don't think there's many surprises because you kind of, what you see was what you get. Right. I mean, there's definitely things and people that we don't like. <laughs> there's a long list of comedy that none of us like. Right. right. That, you know, we wouldn't want to get into. No, obviously <laughs> it would not. Be rude. And, so, and some um, of it is somewhat brought up on the show I think. plenty of it is public but yeah some might be surprising i mean i think it's just like i guess you know at the end of the day having been around a fair amount of comedians like there are certain comedian things that are still there that these guys are the best of the best and they're the easiest but they're still sort of like personality things that like comedians are you know they they can be pains in the asses. They can be particular. Right. They notice everything. I think there's like just things about the comedy, the comedically oriented minds that are like, you have to kind of like get used to. And, right. And be ready for. Right. But, right. No, I'm, I, you know, just with the little I've seen or heard about, I, yeah, it's, it's, that is definitely, you know, what pe most people don't, see is that part and you know and all yeah that, i think so. they're i think maybe but it's i guess these 
this day and age, everyone sees so much behind the scenes that it's less so, but like, I think there's still this notion of like, you'll see on, like in social media comments, perhaps like, oh man, it must be wild hanging out with these guys. And like, they're so crazy. And oh man, I would love to do mushrooms with you guys. And like, <laughs> you know? dream, dream blunt rotation, you yeah. know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, I guess it goes both ways. It's like, you'd be surprised how boring it is, but you'd also be surprised how much genuine fun like yeah. these guys are fun to hang out with and like we do laugh and we do laugh and have fun as the as the as cliche the goes as the saying goes yeah so like you know i think me you know we we genuinely like hanging out so like i think the most interest most fun part is that like hour right before the show when everyone's kind of getting amped up that might be interesting to see yeah we need like, to we should shoot like a own. behind the scenes or something sometime for like Patreon, yeah. obviously not put everything in it, but yeah, I think people would yeah. love to see that kind of like what goes on yeah, before maybe. the show and yeah, sure. the jokes being <laughs> crafted is always yeah. fun. But yeah, no, that's yeah, I you know, like you said, everything's pretty much already out there on the table for you. But yeah, you're seeing it, you're right, not, right, which is which is fun. Shock you to your core. Exactly. No, nobody needs to be shocked. Shocked. No, you'll be shook when you hear this information. Are you shook, Gavin? Yeah, you look a little shocked over there. No, I'm not actually. Okay, I'm gaslighting you. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um. So let's go into. So every week we do a segment uh, between Gavin and I, or if we have a guest on, uh, that we call it. It's super creative name. Yeah. Uh, it's called what you listening to, and it's pretty much what uh-huh. it is. Where it's Gavin and I will share an album or a band or a song that we've been listening to throughout the past week and either recommend it to each other or recommend it to people who listen. And it just gives us a chance to kind of talk about music right? for, you know, the last however many minutes of the show. Um, and we'd like to have you involved in that because I know you, you are, a, you're a music and biber and you have interesting taste I'm in music. Cheating and looking at my. Uh, oh, no, it's okay. It's what, okay. I spent like the last fifteen minutes looking at like yeah. all the Spotify things I've listened to the last week, just to make sure. It's usually <laughs> last minute for us too, anyways, of what we've been, what's been on. Uh, um, yeah. But if if you want to figure out what you're listening to, Gavin and I can go ahead and go. Yeah. Gavin, would you like to go first? Uh, you this, want me to go first? No, this week I I haven't figured out. I figured it out right before we started recording. Got it off the dome. Uh, got it off right off the dome. Rather the dome piece. I am right. uh, listening to the Gorillas' new single with Stu- with Thundercat called Cracker Island. It's got a really cool beat, really nice vibe to it. Uh, I really enjoy it. Uh, just great listen, easy listening, and it's an, another good Gorillas song I like. So, and that's cool. That it has Thundercat in it. Yeah. Who is who was on Office Hours? So yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know that. There. I didn't know that. Um, but so what? What's is it different than new? Than old gorilla stuff, like what's not really. It's just really. you know, it's, it's funky. It's funky. It's got groove. You to played it. it for me a little bit. Yeah, it's pretty I good. I like it. Need to listen to it more. Not a huge gorillas fan. Obviously, I like them. Like, they're polarizing. I feel like they're really polarizing. Right. Some people really like them. Some people really don't like them. Right. Yeah, and I just haven't. I haven't listened to them enough. But um, I grew up on them, so what can I say? Well, I did too. <laughs> I'm just not as big a fan of them. <laughs> um, I. I only had a new one. Yeah, when did that? Oh, how long? When did you say that came uh, out? Like, like last Friday week or, or Thursday yeah. or something? Because they haven't really came out with anything for a while, have they? 
they were putting out stuff. I think it was called like the Sound Machine or something like that, and they did a few songs with Tame Impala and stuff like that. But I, right. I really wasn't digging it. I don't know. I didn't really enjoy that. Right. It, it seemed very. It had that vibe of like we're making things during quarantine kind of vibe, right. kind of thing to it. So. Right. Putting out music to put out music. I like David Auburn's stuff anyway. Yeah. So. He, he was the lead. That was the, the guy who's lead singer of Blur, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Woohoo! Right. Yeah. That's, That's how song. I know them. Song two. Um, Matt, do you have what you're listening to? Otherwise, I can go. If you're not ready still. Well, I've been, it sounds like I'm sucking up to the boss, but I've been Uh-oh. going into a Bob hole of Bob mm-hmm. Dylan because we went to see him a couple weeks ago. Right. So I've been listening to recent Bob, which I mean, it's two years old now, but rough and rowdy ways is just great. It really is legitimately great. And then I kind of went back from there and I revisited um, time out of mind which I was not a fan of for a while, but I now, it's a little, it's a little overproduced for me because mm. Daniel Lanois, but of course I always liked the um, Love Sick is the, that song off that, that was on um, in the Victoria's Secret commercial. I don't know if that <laughs> okay. would have been on your radar. How, how long ago? a very weird thing for Bob Dylan to be in a- Whenever right. I think of Bob Dylan, I think of Bob Dylan- Victoria's Secret. Secret. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was a weird. It was very weird, but it's a great, great song. And uh, Love and Theft. So those three are recent albums. albums. I mean, recent. I'm looking now. Time Out of Mind was '97. Love and oh, Theft okay. was 2001. <laughs> so Pretty like recent. recent for Bob, right? You know? like right. The last 20 years is not what most people. That's my whole life. That's about. our whole lives. Yeah. Really. That's our. <laughs> The last yeah. 20 years was our life. Yeah. But if you were if you were to think about listening to Bob Dylan, you probably no. wouldn't. No, absolutely not. Think to listen to those. Right. So I do, I mean it's an interesting subject of like late eras of of bands and musicians which I tend to like a lot of the time like a lot of people I mean Pavement when when we had them on the show and that whole thing of like which albums do you listen to? I actually like their later mm. albums. So I kind of like when a band settles in and like gets more into the production and stuff. Right. Bob with Dylan, it's more about like concise storytelling and writing, I guess, or mm-hmm. sort of old timey. I don't know how to describe it. It's got a very interesting perspective. Right. And he says the word uh, going back to 100 Layers of Come, there's a line in. Um, uh, his hit song Black Rider off of Rough and Rowdy Ways where he has a very funny line about it's not the size of your cock. <laughs> I need to listen that, to a little bit more Bob Dylan. Apparently you do. Yeah, Black Rider. <laughs> I'm just... Hit, you're like, wait, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Bob Dylan, Hunter Lairs to Come. We got it all. Bob Dylan yeah. uh, featuring Trisha Paytas. Yes. Yeah. Very I'm really, weird. I'm stoked we circled back to that. <laughs> I'm so glad All we got. I'm cop. really glad that Matt, you brought it back to that. Fox and come, yes. and come and fox. That's all Let's this show is about. That's all this is about. Yeah, that, that is interesting. Um, how does We're covered in cocks and come? <laughs> Hundred layers. That's the name of the episode now. We've covered uh, cocks and we've covered come. We've done. We've Sorry, done it wait, all. You've gone down the list. No, I was just gonna say, how does I, I, I haven't really tried to get into Bob Dylan. And it's tough. There's a lot. Right. How does it, does it, is the new stuff 
different compared to the you know quote unquote old stuff? Like, yes, very. Okay, so he does change because I I just I I guess I always think of him as like, you know, like you brought up like telling stories throughout songs and folk music. You know, like just kind of in my head he stays the same. Ring of Fire is what I think of Bob Dylan. You gotta like. I think you gotta find. Like I'm not like Tim where I love all of it. I I like particular albums and I got super deep into a few particular albums. Right, right. So you have to kind of find your way in. Yeah, I want to give it a shot and just... we got to get a Bob Dylan uh, math rock, screamo, (laughs) hardcore album. And then... What's that? Your scene is like like technical... Yeah. Yeah, I, I... Hardcore uh metalcore, but then like now recently, like the stupid subgenre that I really, really like is called mathcore, which is combining oh, yeah. math obviously math rock and hardcore. So it's like it, it's like more technical metalcore. Right. But all that, yeah, all that it's it's all yelling garbage. It is all garbage at the end of the day in a good way, you know. But the people who make who are, it the, who are like the OG math rockers would be like um... math, math rock or math core? Math rock, math rock. Um, the one you're not that, even into that. I uh, kind of. I couldn't really tell you what like the original math rock people are, but like the one I always think of that I like is this group, uh, minus the bear. Oh, okay. Which actually, which probably you know predates even the conceptual uh, conceptualizing of math rock because. They a lot of the guys from that band were in a a mathcore metalcore band called Botch, and then they formed Minus the Bear. But I don't know what would be like early math rock, and I, I know it's out there. I just I'm not I'm not as ver- well versed in that. Don Caballero, Don Caballero, that's what I'm thinking of. Okay, I've heard of him, but I don't know. Couldn't tell you much. It's a band. Right. Oh, uh, sorry. Anyway, what's your album? What have you been listening? To? Well, speaking sorry. of of Tim, I'm pandering a bit here, but I have been listening to Tim's new record, High School. I oh, have of been, course, yes. I have. I, I, I was I was trying to get away from from you know recommending that just because it, like I said, it is kind of pandering, but it, it truly is what I'm listening to and what I'm liking a lot right now, um, and especially well, great. Yeah, it's it's really really good. Sirens of Titan is amazing. It's because you also... hosted the listening party, right? Right, and so I just you know <laughs> we talk music, <laughs> and I and I really like Chilling in Alaska as well. Those two songs are my yeah. my my favorites on it, and it's just really good. Just oh. a fun fun album to listen to. Agreed. It's another winner. Right, gold certified gold. Bang. Certified gold winner. Well, anything else, Gavin? That you. No, I mean it's it's been really nice to meet you, man. I've, yeah. I've heard a lot about you. Good things about you. Yeah, uh, yeah. Carson thank actually. You. Nice yeah, to meet yeah, you. Watching. Nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and thank you for taking the time to taking time out of your Sunday to to come yeah. on and do this. We'll we want to have course. you back on at some point in time again to hopefully. I hope not. I wasn't too boring. No, you no, were, you were I, just you had, boring. You had now. me cap. You had me captivated. Right. So <laughs> no, it was perfect. You know, we like you said, we talked about it. We had we a real about. ghost hunter on. So right. I mean, it. it nothing is exciting really? as that. Yeah. 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 True story. Oh. Did. Yeah. The earlier this year. <laughs> this year, yeah, we had a real yeah. ghost hunter on. I don't think Wait. we talked about hundred layers of coma. I don't. Him, I can't say we did that, but you know, there's, there's always new ground. Yeah. Right. Well. Right. There is always new ground. Dot com. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that's it. 
thank you for being on yeah and doing this and we would love to have you back on again soon and i'll peace out peace out i'm sure i'll be talking with you tomorrow <laughs> peace and love peace and love, yeah. and love. All, right, all right matt thank See you, you. Matt. Thank appreciate you. it goodbye bye. bye.